This is The Point, professional investing in Australia with Pendle. Welcome to The Point podcast from Pendle. Today, I'm speaking to Amy Shearpatrick, Portfolio Manager for Income and Fixed Interest at Pendle Group. Morning, Amy. Morning, Sean. You're becoming a regular. I am. (laughs) As we enter 2022, I want to ask about what volatility and uncertainty means for the bond market, because there's certainly a fair bit of it around on the back of inflation. Absolutely. And you mentioned a really good point, Sean. Typically, when inflation is really low and when inflation expectations are really steady, what that really means is for the macro landscape, it's fairly predictable. It's predictable for people how growth is going to pan out and how inflation is going to pan out and therefore how policymakers are going to react. But when inflation is rising, policymakers can sometimes be caught on the back foot, which is what the market currently thinks about most central banks. And that leads to higher levels of economic volatility, which then translates to higher levels of market volatility. Now, what that means for bonds and investing in fixed income is that if you are invested with a manager who largely has a buy and hold or a passive style, the sharp ratios of those returns, i.e., your risk-adjusted returns from such a style of investing is necessarily going to be lower in a more volatile environment. But what a more volatile environment opens up are more opportunities for the active manager to add value. Okay. So what should an active bond investor be doing now to set up for the next 12 months? Well, hopefully this active bond investor has been active throughout the last couple of months, has insulated your portfolio somewhat or at least mostly from the rise in yields that you've seen in Australia. And in Australia especially, you've seen that rise in yields occur at the front end of our yield curves. This is when the RBA, at the end of October, decided to give up on yield curve control out to three years. So in Australia, you've seen a rise of over 80 basis points, 0.8% in three-year government bond yields. This opens up a great opportunity, especially for income portfolios, to harvest some of that higher yield in terms of adding income to those mixes within the portfolio. But also when it comes to thinking about investing opportunities for 2022, you've obviously seen a lot of volatility this year around the Chinese high yield space. Now, that's been a lot to do with the deleveraging that the Chinese government has done, but it has led to some very high profile defaults. And amongst them this month, we've seen a default being announced by Evergrande and by Kaiser. What that means is if you're picking managers for 2022, try to steer clear of those managers who typically reach blindly down the quality spectrum for an added yield on their portfolios. Quite frankly, in 2022, with a rise in government yields, you need less of that. But what you do need to focus on in a more volatile environment is a higher quality bedrock portfolio of credit, if that's what you're after. Amy, I was reading something you wrote recently, and you talked about investment grade being the income engine. That's kind of what you're referring to there. Absolutely. And for us, Australian investment grade has always been our preferred income engine, because on a quality adjusted basis, you get paid more for being in Australia. Okay. So how do you think about high yield debt at the moment? Look, I think if you have expertise in that field, there are definitely opportunities to be had. Most of them lie offshore. Our Australian market isn't 
well developed enough in the junk debt territory. But you have to be very picky about which sectors you're willing to expose yourself to and what are the macro trends that you're exposing yourself to, maybe without being aware. I'll give you an example. One of the key trends over the last few years has been an erosion of what we call bricks and mortar retail. Consumers have been moving more and more towards shopping online. This is a trend that Australia is a little bit later to, but definitely has been you know, a part of. And therefore, overexposing your portfolios, especially in the high yield arena, to these shifting trends in consumer behavior can sometimes leave you with gap risks that you weren't totally prepared for or aware of. Okay. Bringing this all together in terms of portfolio construction, everyone has talks about bonds as defensive assets. And at the moment, there's both sides of the argument on that, how defensive they will be, depending on what equities does. How would you put bonds within a portfolio construction analysis? How should we be thinking of it as we go into 2022? So bonds in 2022, in our opinion at Pendle, are about ready to do their jobs again. And what we mean by that is that Bond yields have sold off significantly for Australian governments, like I said, especially at the front end of the curve. What that means is that you have a fatter yield cushion in order to absorb any bumps in the road, be they economic, be they bottom-up scenarios that you know suddenly hit the Australian economy out of left field. So bonds are ready to exhibit that negative correlation with equity markets again. In terms of composing your portfolio, Using government bonds, you should be viewing them as both providing that defensiveness in your portfolio, as well as providing that extra layer of income to your portfolio. With regard to the credit piece, again, we are on the side of quality. We prefer investment grade debt for our income engines, as you mentioned earlier, Sean. And if you are going to stray into higher yielding, higher risky assets, we would advise that you do that always with an eye on liquidity i.e. if I'm going for more risk, can I get out of that risk quickly enough should the macro environment suddenly become more hostile? Amy, thank you for talking to The Point. You're welcome, Sean. Thank you. That was Amy Shear-Patrick, Portfolio Manager for Income and Fixed Interest at Pendle Group. You've been listening to The Point Podcast from Pendle. I'm Sean Aylmer. 